Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. Time now for today's topic on Mind Your Business. We're talking about the metaverse and how Generation Z, that's uh, those born between the years 1997 and 2012, make up approximately 60% of users in the metaverse. It is vital for marketing if you want to engage with Gen Z. So we're going to dive into the minds of a Gen Z today and get their perspective of the metaverse. On the line with me, this morning is Manila Di Giovanni, the CEO of D World. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so you're you're very young. You're 21 years old, and you're already a CEO of D World, which is a metaverse company. You are behind the world's first ever virtual economy and a front runner of the V-commerce industry, which is a step beyond e-commerce. Tell us a little bit more about D World. D World is a startup based in Monaco. And uh, at the world, we are creating the virtual train of the principality of Monaco in uh, the metaverse, as you mentioned, integrating all the main economic sectors uh, like retail, real estate, hospitality, arts, yachting, tourism events, and much more in one uh, single platform solution. And uh, creating uh, like a, an actual real virtual economy for Monaco with all the virtual transactions running on the blockchain network of Algorand. I don't know if you've ever heard of this uh, blockchain network. And um, in addition, it's not just uh, the virtual train of the current uh, Monaco, but the virtual train of the smarter, greener, and more futuristic version of it directly in the metaverse. Uh, Our goal is also to showcase all the latest developments of the principality to the whole world to create uh, even more attractiveness, uh, boost the level of tourism, the level of GDP of the country. And uh, Monaco, like I said, is considered the first country as a whole to be going in the metaverse this year. Mm, yeah, uh, so you've got the Meta Hub in Monaco. Um, why is this such a growing space for tech startups? <laughs> Regarding like the general uh, industry, it's mainly because the market Zuckerberg like has uh, actually changed uh, the name of uh, the Facebook into Meta like uh, in November 2021. At the world, we started uh, doing the project actually way before like in uh, January 2020, and back then like Metaverse uh, wasn't like this uh, this kind of uh, trend, uh, like this huge buzzword. Mm. Before we were already like considering creating like the virtual economy for the principality, creating like the virtual train of it, uh, um, uh, like, uh, despite the fact that uh, Metaverse uh, wasn't a buzzword yet, because, like, this term was already coined, uh, like, uh, 30 years ago uh, by the famous uh, writer Neil uh, Stevenson, who mm-hmm. wrote, like, uh, the novel Snow Crash, so, like, uh, already 30 years ago, like, this uh, used to be, like, a term uh, showcasing the future of the world that we would have gone, like, completely virtual, that our environment would have turned, like, in uh, 3D. And uh, now this year, that all the technologies have started to um, like uh, go to an exponential uh, level, and the, they are there to support uh, like this new era. Uh, it's when all the tech uh, startups actually started to be in the front. Yeah, well, now it's not a buzzword. It's just completely out of control, if you ask me. But uh, Malila, you are a very interesting person. You you're a woman in technology. I mean. At your age, it must have been quite challenging. You've done so many, uh, and I know you were in Singapore recently, you were giving talks, you were, you were talking about the metaverse. I mean, for you, what were some of the challenges that you faced? 
I think that the main challenges, especially in this uh, industry, regard the, the legal side, because the metaverse is still like a, you know in a great zone area. So uh, in order to do everything uh, very transparently, uh, one of the main challenges is the fact that we need also like uh, to consider all of the key stakeholders operating uh, in this um, in this environment. So one of the main ones being uh, the government. And, uh, you know, things can be quite bureaucratic. <laughs> so mm. I, I mm. think that that's uh, one of the main uh, challenges for, from an entrepreneurial perspective. Yeah, I think a lot of people could relate to you when you talked about talking to key stakeholders. How do you convince them? How, how do you find a way to get them to understand the concept of the metaverse? It's actually more about uh, sharing like the long-term vision um, so I, I really want to, like the virtual train of uh, the cities uh, that we developed uh, to act as a natural role model for the development of uh, the real world cities as well. So for um, uh, all the stakeholders, like uh, especially including like uh, the government and enterprises, like uh, this is a quite a fundamental factor, as uh, we don't want uh, like our metaverse solution to be just like a gamified experience, but really be able to create actual change in the real world as well. So bridging the virtual world with the real world environment. Yeah, I, I like how you, you brought that up, um, you know, and I agree with you. You don't want the metaverse to be just like, oh, this is something to go play games or where the kids go hang out. So talk to me about how the metaverse can lead the way to greater economies. How how can brands jump onto this bandwagon? For the brand side, like the metaverse is already changing the way enterprises do business and how they interact with their clients. We can already observe now that the new economic dynamics in the metaverse are rapidly creating an on-demand economy. Like any company looking to do business in the metaverse still needs like to consider the fact that they will need a digital forward mindset that puts the customer first. So experiences uh, within the metaverse uh, will be like fully customized for the, the customers uh, and it will be like an additional channel for the enterprises uh, to create uh, customer loyalty and uh, foster a genuine interest uh, as the metaverse enables enterprises to create more empathic and deeper connections. And like uh, from a global perspective, like uh, um, based on the data that uh, uh, like been uh, shared also by groups like the analytics the analysis group they like already estimated that in the next 10 years like the metaverse will actually add three trillion dollars to the global economy and it will also lead to a 2.8 percent contribution to the global GDP by 2031 so even less than 10 years. Yeah, I can imagine what that'll do for the esports industry as well. But you mentioned the words experience and connectivity. I'm going to throw you another buzzword uh, called sustainability. What are your thoughts? How, how does the metaverse help in terms of sustainable practices, for example? Well, like it's, since the metaverse is going to act like as, as the actual role model for the the cities to integrate or right, like in their systems, so there are so many ways in which we can integrate, especially uh, education uh, within the metaverse experiences, uh, to create even more awareness. 
and also the fact that we can offset uh, all the CO2 emissions uh, that uh, we are emitting in the environment, uh, also through metaverse uh, initiatives. Like uh, even though like a uh, blockchain network like Algorand, they use a pure proof of stake uh, uh, um, protocol. They uh, like they don't have like a high transaction fees because of the fact that their uh, blockchain network uh, is uh, almost 100% sustainable and it's also like a scalable at uh, large independently of how many people uh, uh, transact simultaneously. And uh, despite the fact that uh, they still have like a very 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 low amount of uh, CO2 emission compared to all the other uh, blockchain networks, they still offset it because they also partner up with big organizations in order to uh, make it 100% neutral. Mm, I can imagine the construction industry will definitely benefit a lot from this. Personally, I wish uh, the metaverse exists when I was going through history lessons. Wouldn't that have been entertaining? Uh, Manila, Gen Z consumers. They spend twice as much time socially interacting in the metaverse than they do in real life. I want to talk about the relationship between Gen Z and the metaverse. Uh, why does Gen Z, this new generation or young generation, view it so differently compared to, say, me, someone uh, who is an older millennial? I think that it's mainly because of uh, the fact that the Gen Z is more used uh, to like being exposed to new technologies that are rapidly changing every year. Like uh, it's uh, basically uh, since uh, we're born that we're used to have like a, a laptop, um, a mobile phone, and uh, um, like we constantly use the social media also on a daily uh, basis uh, since we were kids. So I think that it's because we were born in the period where there was like also the internet boom, and um, like uh, all the various technologies have uh, really been uh, exploding since then. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot. So I, I know you were in Singapore recently. Uh, you attended quite a few networking events. You gave some talks. For you, would you have preferred to do all that via the metaverse then? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. I could have done all that directly through the metaverse without coming directly in Singapore. But uh, there's not yet a virtual chain of Singapore, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, the, the thing about this is, I mean, we talked about it earlier, how uh, brands definitely can jump on board, it can grow. We do live in a time where consumer loyalty or brand loyalty doesn't really exist anymore. Uh, do you think this is possible in the metaverse? Do you think Gen Z still wants to have that sort of brand loyalty? I think that the, they still want to have that brand loyalty because uh, especially the, the reason why uh, luxury brands like uh, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, they are tapping in this, into this industry already right now from the very beginning is because they know that through the metaverse they can actually create uh, even more uh, customized and unique experiences for the, especially for Gen Z and the Gen Alpha because um, like uh, these generations are the ones that um, really uh, care for uh, personalization, and the metaverse uh, is the only uh, like is the only channel through which uh, uh, enterprises and uh, like luxury brands like uh, uh, Gucci and Vuitton can uh, do that uh, uh, more easily and with less cost involved and uh, creating more uh, empathic uh, connections uh -huh. with uh, their. Um, 
Okay. Um, I want to talk about the future of the world. Uh, quite interesting. So you have plans to recreate Dubai and London after Monaco. Uh, why in particular those two cities, Dubai and London? Actually, um, London is not yet in the like in, in the in the roadmap, okay. but uh, uh, Dubai and maybe even Singapore itself might uh, might be because of the fact that um, we are really like uh, uh, trying to tap on uh, smart cities that uh, already have like a, all the various uh, um, like uh, legal infrastructures, financial uh, infrastructures like put in place. Also, because like in um, in Europe, uh, it's uh, very tough like uh, to operate in uh, this industry as uh, like uh, the legal side is uh, one of the main uh, uh, like uh, obstacles. Uh, the bigger idea then um, creating the world's largest virtual reality hub. Uh, what is this going to look like for the various markets like European, American, Asian markets? I think you plan to do this by what twenty twenty four. Am I am I correct to assume that? Yeah, we plan to do that actually by 2024 because 2024 is going to be the year where uh, Metaverse is truly going to ex- explode because of the fact that the big corporates like Apple, Microsoft uh, will even launch themselves uh, in uh, the hardware uh, industry of it because they will also have uh, like their own uh, uh, VR headset, AR headset to push into the market, and that's where like the real user adoption is going to um, uh, to, to explode, and uh, everyone is going to know more about virtual reality and metaverse. I am sincerely excited to see how this is going to turn out. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time this morning. I've been speaking with Manila Di Giovanni, the CEO of Dewol. Uh, Manila, take care and have a great day ahead. Thank you very much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.